0: My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 183, a gentle yoga practice for the whole body from head to toe. Now, you might be able to hear my cat Lakshmi is here on my lap today, and uh, she really likes when I'm recording at my desk because... I'm just this big cat tree waiting for her to climb on. So you might be able to hear her purring right by the microphone here. Uh, but today's class is a nice whole body, head to toe stretching. One of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite groups that I taught a while ago. And there's a nice little bit of everything in this class. So also some emphasis on the calves as well, not the most common request. If you happen to have some props, we'll use those, a bolster, a blanket, two blocks. But if you don't have them, that's totally fine. You can do without them or use some pillows or things around the house that will work like that. If you want to check out my free guide, it's pretty awesome. I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. It's at quietmind.yoga/poze-guide To help you better understand how to navigate these poses that you're just listening to. So if there's anything you're not clear about or if you just want some more detail, more of like a workshop kind of thing where I just walk through the poses on video. So you can see these common poses that I teach and some common mistakes that people make that I don't get to see because I'm not there in person with you or watching you on camera. So uh, check out this free guide, slash pose guide. And it will make Watch Me happy as well, because uh, that means that I get to spend more time here on the microphone and She gets to spend more time on my lap while I'm recording. So that's a a win-win for all of us. Pose Guide is where you can check that out. And if you're ready to get started, let's get into our practice today. So let's start with seated with the hands together at the heart, following the mind to the heart and to each other. The sound of OM to open our practice one time. Inhale through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. Inhale for ohm. And release the hands down. And let's start in a child's
1: pose. Knees apart. Hips to heels. Forehead towards the ground. So you can make this more resting, the arms relaxed, or more active if
0: you want, pressing into the hands. So let your breath go down to the lower belly, taking slightly slower and deeper breaths to settle
1: into the practice. And then come up to your hands and knees.
0: And start to make any movements that feel good. Forward, back, side to side,
1: listening to your body. And we'll
0: work our way up the legs here. Just coming back to hands and knees and have the toes tucked so the... uh, Arches of the feet can open here and start to set the hips back towards the heels. And if you already feel a lot, you could stay there. If you feel okay, you could start to walk your hands in and maybe hands to thighs, maybe sitting upright. So you've got all the weight of the upper body pressing down into the, the feet here, opening the arches and stretching the, the toes. If you want a little more, you can have the arms overhead, interlace the fingers, and press the heels of the hands towards the ceiling. and even lean a little bit to the right, and then a little bit to the left. And then we'll come back to center and release the hands back down to hands and knees. Now, the tops of the feet down, and similar kind of thing, we'll start to sit the hips back. Maybe you can sit all the way onto the heels here, or just work in that direction. If you're good here, you start to lift one knee, and then maybe the other, really stretching the front of the the feet, the tops of the feet. Last thing, could have the hands together at the heart, balancing here. And then we'll release hands, back to hands and knees. And we'll go into the calf here, so so tucking the right toes, pressing back through the right heel. Push into the hands to, to drive the right heel back and stretch the right calf. And then we'll switch here. Left foot back, pressing into the
1: hands, pressing into the left heel. And then back to hands and knees.
0: And here we'll take our blanket. Um so it's normally like a rectangle we'll we'll roll it up so open up to a longer rectangle and then roll it up into this long cylinder shape. So you want to make sure that it's pretty snug so it's not like a loose sort of flat shape, but more of a round, firm kind of shape. And we'll take that into that space between the calves and the, the thighs. So if we do it right, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of sensation. <laughs> so if you want to adjust, you can always uh, make that roll thinner or just put less pressure onto this. So basically, you're gonna go back to a child's pose with the uh, that blanket there between the legs. Right, and if you're not quite sure if that doesn't quite feel like much is happening in the calf, you can move the roll in a little closer to the knee and maybe even make it a little thicker if you want. But usually. Moving in closer can increase the sensation quite a bit. So, you want to make sure there's no pain in the actual knee, the front of the knee, and this is just in the muscles of the calf. And the key here is to really let the calf relax. If you contract it, um, it's going to be really tight. So, you want to make sure taking slow, deep breaths, sinking
1: down into this. And then let's come back
0: up and just pause for a moment. Just maybe feel like some uh, tension moving out the leg. And you can adjust the blanket here and maybe go to a different spot. Sometimes adjusting that can get you uh, different sensation, different areas of tension in the calf. And then we'll come back, same thing.
1: If you like the spot you're at, you could go back to that spot as well. Holding, breathing here, slow deep breaths. And we'll start to come back
0: up to hands and knees and move the blanket to the side. And we'll go to down dog, pedal the feet out, easing into the calves and hamstrings here. It's going up the leg
1: on each side.
0: And then settling into down dog, bend one knee deeply, press the other heel down towards the mat. You can even push into your knuckles and hands here to deepen that. And then switch sides, bend the other knee deeply,
1: press that heel down towards the ground. and then back to the center,
0: and walk your hands back a step or two so you can get both heels to the floor. So far enough back so you can get both heels down, and we'll hold there, and that sort of closer in down dog, emphasizing more of the back of the legs.
1: And walk your hands forward to where they would normally
0: be in down dog, and walk your feet up to the front of the mat to forward and fold. Here you could let the knees bend. You could hold opposite elbows, going more into the uh, the back,
1: lower middle, upper back, neck releasing. And then keeping a bend in the knees, relax the arms and slowly roll up the
0: spine to stand. Head comes up last. And as you inhale, reach the arms overhead. As you exhale, bring the hands to the heart, pausing here. You can keep the hands at heart or arms beside the body into Tadasana mountain pose. Shoulders relaxed, weight equal in the front, back and sides of the feet. Feeling your sense of center, ground. And as you inhale, now reach the arms up overhead. As you exhale, fold all the way down to the ground. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale, step back into a plank pose. Come all the way down to the belly. And from here, we'll Reach the right arm forward and roll onto the right side. Start to move the left hip around any way that feels good in circles, forward, back. Bringing some mobility into the left hip.
1: And then back to center, just lift
0: the left leg and then reach it back about 15 degrees and hold there. Maintaining the strength and engagement of the glutes, the outer hip, the glute medius here. And to accentuate that, you can just rotate the left thigh in towards the ground so your toes point towards the ground. You could keep that. And if you want to add on here, now reach your left arm in the opposite direction of the left foot. So it's like a long diagonal line
1: through the left side of the body. Now from here, we'll let the left knee bend, touching the knee to
0: the floor, and bend the bottom knee, reaching the top hand to grab that foot. So creating an opening on the front of the hip, the quad of the right leg. And you could say just like that, or make this more of a twist, bringing your
1: left shoulder towards the ground. And then the last thing you could add here is extending the left leg
0: in front of you, maybe even grabbing it with the right hand if you've got the...
1: it's really proportions is a big part of that, so maybe reaching or maybe not. And then we'll slowly release, letting all that go back down to the belly
0: And take a moment in the middle here for a locust pose. Lift the head off the ground, lift the hands, lift the legs. And even bend the knees here, maybe reach the arms back. Maybe catch tops of both feet here into a bow
1: pose. Or just holding that version of locust. And then we'll release and... Bring the left arm out in front of and
0: come onto the left side. Same thing here, moving the right hip around, circles, forward, back, any way that feels
1: good. And then back to
0: neutral, lifting the right leg and then reach it back behind you about 15 degrees Until you feel that engagement of the outer right hip really strong, reach the right hand in the opposite direction. It's creating this length through the right side of the
1: body. There's also a little bit of balance here in the core stabilizing. And let the right
0: knee bend to touch the floor in front of you. Left knee bends to reach for the top of the foot with the right hand. You can stay like that or turn this more of a twist, bringing the right shoulder towards the
1: ground. And last thing, if you want, you extend the right leg. (laughs) And then we'll release back down to the
0: belly. Hands under shoulders, setting up for locusts, lifting the head, the hands. Maybe the arms, maybe all the way to bow pose
1: again, or any step in that direction.
0: And then we'll release and come back to child's pose.
1: Letting the back rest. Come back up to hands and knees
0: here. And we'll bring the right foot forward into a low lunge. Just left knee down. And we'll start to move a little bit here forward and back. So as you inhale, lengthen the spine, bring the hips forward. As you exhale, round the back, lifting the right foot into half splits. So if you want some support under the knee, you could put your blanket under the left knee. And we'll move in this way,
1: inhaling forward into the lunge and exhaling back into half splits. And the next time you come back to the half splits,
0: we'll stay there, hips over the left knee, in line with the left knee. Your hands could be on the floor or on the blocks, framing the right leg. Let the spine become a little bit longer here. Right toes flex towards the knee. And any amount, you can bend at the elbows, hinge at the waist to fold into this. More of a calf or hamstring stretch depending on where you kind of emphasize folding. You could have the toes slightly internally rotate going into the inner hamstrings. And the foot slightly externally rotate, going into the outer hamstring. And back to center, and come forward into the lunge again. This time we'll turn it into a lizard pose, so bring your right foot towards the right edge of the mat, hands inside of the foot to the floor or to the blocks. And here we'll go deeper into the inner hips with the one elbow down or both elbows down or If if that doesn't feel good, you can keep the hands down. But any version of this lizard pose,
1: holding, breathing here, and begin to come out the way you came in.
0: If you have the blocks, just move them to the side and we'll transition into Pigeon. So scooting the right foot across the mat, right knee towards the right edge of the mat, and left leg straight back. Use the length of the spine to fold down into the Pigeon. And you can have the elbows out, stacking the hands, resting the head on the hands. And we'll hold and breathe here a little bit longer, kind
1: of settling in.
0: Scan for any obvious areas of tension that can soften in the body here.
1: And then start to come back onto the hands.
0: And just make your way back to hands and knees. If there's any movements that you wanna make here, forward, back, side to side, or just holding still in a position. And then we'll come to the other side, the same sequence of poses of so the left foot's forward in the lunge position first, and then we'll come forward into the deeper lunge, hips forward, spine extends as you inhale. And then exhale to round the back, lifting the left toes, half splits, and we'll come forward on the inhale,
1: back on the exhale at your own pace here. Next time you come back, we'll stay there in the half
0: splits. Again, you can use the blocks under the hands. Keeping the hips over the right knees helps to emphasize the back of the leg stretch on the left leg. Toes flexed towards the knee. And here again, you could rotate the leg, internally rotate so the Inner hamstring stretches, externally rotate the legs, the toes point to the left, outer hamstring. And then back to center. The more you flex the ankle, the toes towards the knee, the more you can get into the calf. Then we'll come forward into the lizard lunge, left foot towards the left edge of the mat. Hands inside of the foot, on the floor or on blocks. You could say just like that on the hands or bring an elbow down or both elbows down. Going a little deeper into this
1: lizard pose. And then come out the way you came in, and we'll transition to pigeon.
0: Left knee towards left edge of the mat. Hips square to the ground. Find the
1: extension of the spine to lower down. And start to come back to
0: the hands. And back to hands and knees, make any movements that feel good in the hips, the legs, shoulders. It's moving with ease and lightness in the body. And then from here we'll come down to the forearms into a Sphinx pose, hips down. So that palms can be facing towards each other or palms down or palms up. Whatever feels most natural in the arms. Tops of feet are down. Just moving up the spine into some more spinal mobility stuff and uh, moving up the back. So we'll start to peel the spine off the floor. And maybe you just come to the pelvis, maybe to the knees. Maybe you tuck the toes and come all the way to a forearm plank. But the movement is... Just this wave of motion from Sphinx pose to peeling the spine off the floor in some version of this forearm plank. Just continue at your own pace here, moving the spine any way that feels right for you. Sometimes for me, it feels really nice to just stay in this sort of mid-range motion and kind of do these therapeutic movements on the back. But if you want
1: to make this a bigger movement, you can. And the next time you come to Sphinx Pose, we'll stay there,
0: hips down, forearms down, spine extending. If that's too much on the low back, you can have the elbows out to the side and have this be a little bit lower to the ground, or you could stack the the fists and rest
1: the head on the fists there. Sometimes that feels nice too. Either way, we're just creating a little compression of the low back,
0: a little extension of the spine, a little strengthening of the low back area.
1: And we'll release down here. Hands under shoulders, coming back to hands
0: and knees. So we'll take our blanket back to that rolled-up shape like we had earlier, and we'll use that in a different way here. So again, the thicker this is, the more intense the thing will be. So you can try try any version that you think might work. We're going to put this under the belly, and um, I want to make sure it's a pretty firm circle. So that's going to go in somewhere in the space between the belly button and the hips or around there. Sometimes it's above the belly button but usually there's a good amount of tension there in the hip flexors or the deep abdominal muscles. Sometimes and even in the internal organs can feel some sensitivity so kind of find where it feels like there's a relief by pressing onto it and you're really just letting the weight of the body sink down onto the blanket. And if that's too much, you can come up and make the roll thinner. Or if you don't feel anything, you can kind of adjust and find where, if there is any tension in the belly. If you can't find any, you can just rest here and
1: take slow, deep breaths into the lower belly. So we're halfway through with this one. If you want to stay where you're at,
0: stay there. If you want to adjust or move to a different spot, you can adjust.
1: we we'll start to transition off of the blanket.
0: Back up to hands and knees. And we'll let the blanket back to a rectangle shape. And that can be under the knees for some padding here. So we'll go into Anahatasana, opening up that area even more, the, the front of the belly, ribs. So arms are extended forehead and chest towards the ground hips stay over the knees here unlike child's pose so let the front of the body extend and open And then from here, thread your left arm underneath, left shoulder to the ground, creating an opening between the spine and the left shoulder blade and breathe into that opening in the upper back. Here you could extend the right leg back and press into the ball of the foot like you did with the calf stretch earlier. This kind of gives you leverage to different parts of the back. And the right arm could stay relaxed or you could press into the right hand. And we'll start to release back down and to the other side. Right arm through.
1: Same thing here, you could extend the left leg, you could press in the left hand. start to come back to the center
0: and move the blanket away here so we can come down to the belly again and we'll open the front of the upper body by bringing the left arm out to the left straight out in line with the shoulder. Right hand presses down to help you roll onto the left side and then the right right foot can land behind you to help you stabilize here. Last thing here is your right arm could stay rooted down or you could wrap the right arm around the back, opening a little in the
1: right shoulder as well. Then we'll slowly release and to the other side, same thing. If there's any sensitivity in the right shoulder
0: here, you could sometimes moving the arm lower or closer towards the body
1: feels better. But if you feel good, stay there. We'll start to release back down
0: and we'll come up to a seated posture. So we'll go a little more into the shoulders and neck. All right, so we've just kind of gone up the whole body here. So now you can sit up on the edge of your blanket or a bolster if you want. And we'll just sit cross-legged comfortably here. So... A little bit of spinal movement to find our posture. As you inhale, you'll lift the heart, extending the spine. As you exhale, round the back, pelvis and chin towards the body. It's moving here a little through like a cat cow kind of motion. And then find neutral alignment somewhere in the middle, the spine's tall, shoulders are relaxed. Walk your right hand over to the right. You might want a block here. Uh, You could try it and see. So right hand can come to the block to your right, left arm overhead. Maybe you feel a little more open here. You could come down to the right elbow on the block, or maybe even right elbow to the floor. Then the gaze could be down, forward, or up at the palm. And the chest could even turn a little bit towards the ground or a little towards the ceiling, getting into some different parts of the
1: the lats, the obliques, the back. And we'll keep
0: the posture the same. Just reach your left arm out to the left Left arm parallel to the floor and turn the nose towards the ground, nose towards the ceiling, jaw relaxed. Maybe even yawning here, really relaxed in the jaw. Slowly come back to center and to the other side. So again, you might use the block here under the left hand, right arm overhead. Maybe you bring the left elbow to the block. Or even to the floor eventually. could turn the chest towards the ground or towards the ceiling
1: and keep the
0: posture the same reach the right arm straight out to the right parallel with the ground and hold there as you move the neck If there's a good spot to stay, you could stay there, but we don't need to push too much with this area of the neck and can be really sensitive with overstretching. Jaw relaxed, neck relaxed. And slowly back up to center, sitting here. Now we'll move the Then just the neck, there is range of motion. So as you inhale, you'll lift the chin towards the ceiling. As you exhale, you'll bring the chin towards the chest. Just moving a few times with the neck. And then back to center, just moving the neck horizontally, rotation to your
1: left and then to your right. And then to the center and draw a circle with the
0: nose in one direction. And then the other direction. Jaw relaxed, maybe even yawning here. Then come back to center, sitting tall. So here's the neutral spine Notice the breath, similar to mountain pose, but now on the floor, weight equal in the front, back, and sides of the body,
1: the torso naturally rising and falling with the breath. From here, we'll let the
0: left leg extend forward and right foot into the thigh. You might want to come off your blanket, but sometimes being on there can be helpful for opening the back of the leg. But if it feels better, it's on the tail. Coming to Janu and
1: folding over the left leg. Coming back up,
0: both feet together, Baddha Konasana, knees apart. If this is too much, you can always scoot your feet further forward. You can always increase sensation by scooting your heels in. Find an extension of the spine here before hinging forward at the waist. Your hands can massage the feet or press on the feet. And we'll come back up and switch legs. And so now right leg is in f- extended, left foot to the thigh for Jandastrasasana. Feel the sit bones on the floor and move the chest towards the
1: right knee, folding in. And we'll come back up, and both legs
0: extend, starting with the knees bent a good amount. Bring the uh, spine to lengthen and belly to the thighs for Paschimottanasana, and we'll scoot in here so you could crawl your heels forward, extend, fold, and just do that movement a few times. Heels forward, extend, and fold, just sinking, easing into this. And you can keep the knees bent when you stop, or keep progressing as far as you want to here.
1: At this point we've already stretched the whole body a lot, so it's more of the
0: intention of just letting the head come down and letting the body become a little heavier,
1: a little slower. start to
0: come back up. And now we'll take the bolster behind the tail, so long way on the mat. And we'll want that bolster right up to the tail, so we'll come into a Supta Baddha Konasana, a bound angle with the feet together, and these can be on the blocks here for supports. Even if you're flexible enough to not use the blocks, sometimes it's Just nice. We're going to hold a little bit longer, so having that support is really good for the joints. And then, again, the bolster right up to the tail or just about, so you can lay back. And then the blanket could be like a pillow under the head for some support there,
1: or a weight on your hips for grounding. Right, so make sure you feel like supported relaxed like you could stay here for a long time Breath slowing down. and then begin to bring the knees back together.
0: And we'll come into a twist here, so still with the bolster in the same position, but now left hip up to the edge of the bolster to lower onto it. So you can kind of hug the bolster, could turn the head away from the knees a little bit more, or just have the Nose pointing the same direction as the knees. So it's really, it's not a huge twist. It's just a a little rotation of the spine, but uh, enough to hold for a little while and have it start to open up some
1: tension in the back.
0: Let your body become softer, more relaxed, sinking
1: down into the support of the bolster. then we'll start to transition back up.
0: And same thing to the other side, so right hip to the edge of the bolster. This side might feel different, so adjust as needed. We'll slowly release from here and set up for a final resting pose, shavasana or a leg supported shavasana. So you could use your bolster under the knees if you want, or just laying flat on the back
1: in shavasana. Feel the subtle pull of gravity grounding the
0: body, supporting the body. So the back of your body can become heavy, relaxed, In front of the body,
1: light. And start to move the fingers and toes, hands
0: and feet, arms and legs. Eventually coming over to one side. And then back up to sitting. And we'll close our practice the way we started with the hands together at the heart. Bowing the mind
1: to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.